the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, I I had a little thought I wanted to share with you. Oh, hey, by the way, you're listening to Bob Bernie Live and the Don Crow Show. We are simulcasting today in uh, Columbus, Ohio, and in Washington, D.C. So wherever you are listening, thank you for joining me. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. You probably have not heard the name Mike Gully, and you've probably not heard the name Marcus Schroeder. Well, both of these young men... I'm not quite sure how old Mike Gully is. He's from South Bend, Indiana. He's a young man. Marcus Schroeder, however, is 19 years old, and he lives in Wisconsin. What do Mike Gully and Marcus Schroeder have in common? Well, Marcus Schroeder was arrested, handcuffed, put into a police car, taken to the police station, and processed. The same thing happened to Mike Gully on August 13th. Handcuffed, put in a police car, taken to a police station, and processed. Uh, Both of them, I believe, were charged. Now, in both of their cases, the charges were dropped. But I believe that both of them were charged with uh, disturbing the peace or something similar. What were they both doing when they were arrested? Well, Marcus Schroeder was simply reading Bible passages. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was on a public street just reading Bible passages out loud. Oh. He was across the street from a Pride event in Wisconsin. Pretty sure it was Wisconsin, yeah. He was just reading Bible verses, wasn't calling people names. Now, he was reading Bible verses about homosexuality, but he was reading from the Bible. He was told by local police, you got to stop that. He says, this is America, freedom of speech, freedom of religion. You've you got to stop that. No, I don't think so. I'm just reading the Bible. So he was arrested. Mike Gully, on the other hand, in South Bend, Indiana, was passing out gospel tracts and trying to talk to people about salvation. And it was at a Pride Art Festival in South Bend, Indiana, passing out tracks, 
sharing the gospel. In fact, Mike Gully said, quote, Our goal was to share the gospel and confront the prevailing evils of society like abortion and transgenderism. Okay. Now, again, I believe in both cases charges were dropped, but they were arrested, were handcuffed, taken to police stations, and processed. Ultimately, it was because... Ultimately, it was because the LGBTQIA++ crowd was offended. Okay? They were offended. Yeah, Marcus Schroeder, I was correct. It was Wisconsin, Watertown, Wisconsin. He was reading Bible verses at what is called the Pride in the Park event. Okay. So... They were charged with uh, uh, um, disturbing the peace, whatever. But ultimately, it was because people in the LGBTQIA plus community that were at the art festival in South Bend, Indiana, and the Pride event in Watertown, Wisconsin, called police and said, we don't like what these people are doing. It offends us. It hurts our feelings. Okay. So, in both instances, you have a large crowd of LGBTQIA plus folks who are offended and have their feelings hurt by one or two individuals exercising their freedom of speech and freedom of religion, and they were arrested. Now, here's my thought, okay? I don't know anything about the Pride Parade that occurs in Washington, D.C. every year, but I'm sure you have one. We sure do here in Columbus, Ohio. The uh, Pride Parade every June here in Columbus, Ohio, is considered to be one of the largest in America. Now, I don't know how they came up with these numbers, but this year, 2023, it was estimated that over 500,000 people participated in the Pride Parade in Columbus, Ohio. Now, You may not agree with this, and that's fine. This is America. But when I see, and I'm just talking myself, when I see what goes on at these events, I'm offended. It offends me. It violates my own personally held religious beliefs. Now, I have never been to a pride parade. A lot of people think that they have to go there and scream and yell and shout at people at the Pride Parade. I've never done that. I've just never felt led of God to do it. I don't know that it really accomplishes anything. Uh, but those people who do it have a constitutional right to do it. But here's here's my point. A large group of people were offended and had their feelings hurt by one or two people and had them arrested. Again, I am sure in Washington, D.C., there are thousands of people 
who are offended by what goes on at a pride parade or a pride event or pride in the park or whatever. There are thousands of people in Columbus, Ohio, that are deeply offended by the semi-nudity and sometimes complete nudity and and uh, graphic sexual activities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that occur at a pride event or a pride parade. So what would happen if a bunch of Christians called the local police in Columbus, Ohio, or in Washington, D.C., and said, hey, uh, I'm really offended by what's going on down at the parade, and uh, my feelings are really, really, really hurt. Could you arrest a bunch of those people involved in the parade? How do you think your local police department would respond? Now, that's not going to happen. You and I both know that. Well, Bob, then what in the world point are you trying to make? The point that I'm trying to make is right is wrong, wrong is right, up is down, down is up. We have come to the place where what Scripture clearly condemns is embraced celebrated. Oh, my goodness, celebrated. And yet when two young men tell people about Jesus and read Bible verses that may hurt someone's feelings, they're arrested. We are truly living in the times that The Bible has prophesied that unrighteousness will be celebrated and righteousness will be condemned and even punished. Now, we should not be surprised. Jesus warned his disciples that that time would come and we're there. So, How do we respond? Well, certainly not with hatred, not with anger. But we tell the truth and we speak the truth in love. Just because what you and I believe is no longer popular and even acceptable in our community does not mean that we change what we proclaim. Because we are proclaiming not our own ideas or thoughts, but what God himself has given us in and through his word. Bob wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower weekend at crosspower.net. All right, in the uh, closing minutes of the program, um, my listeners know that I emphasize this all the time, being an LTD, listen, think, discern. Uh, I love to call my listeners LTDs, people who listen, think, and discern. 
They listen. They don't just run off half-cocked, knee-jerk. They listen. People don't listen. Well, they hear what they want to hear. That should not be true of Christians. We ought to listen to other people. We should listen to opposite opinions. There's nothing wrong to listening to people who disagree with us. If you are afraid to listen to people who disagree with you, my brother, my sister, your position is not very strong and very possible. You don't know what you believe or why you believe it. It's okay to listen, but then think. Use your brain. Again, don't run off half-cocked. Think about things. Analyze things to the best of our ability. And then most importantly, discern from a biblical point of view, a biblical worldview, which begins the creation of God and the fall of man. God created, man sinned. Man is inherently sinful in desperate need of redemption. Man is not inherently good. That's a secular humanist worldview. Anyway, um, we we need to be able to talk, to debate, to discuss with other people from a factual standpoint. You don't have to be a brilliant intellect to use your brain. Now, let me give you an example. I was just talking about the LGBTQIA plus crowd and the the pride events, pride parades, pride festivals that occur not just during June, but around the clock and all around the world. And you will always, 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 I don't think there is ever an exception, when there is a big crowd of the LGBTQIA plus people, you will see banners flags, signs, posters that say two words, love wins, right? Am I right? Whenever you see it covered on TV or whatever, love wins. There'll be all these people, love wins, love wins, love wins. And then, of course, you will see love is love. I don't think I have time to deal with that. That is the dumbest thing. I mean, seriously, you mean all love is equal? The, the love for a, a kitten is the same as a love for a child? The love for your child is the same as somebody else's child? The love for your husband is the same as another man? What do you mean love is love? That is just dumb. But let's go with love wins. Does love win? Well, yeah. But it all depends on what kind of love. Let me let me get real practical here because I, I don't have a lot of time. Let's compare two parents, okay? One parent allows their child or children to basically do anything they want whenever they want to. Go to bed whenever they want. Get up in the morning whenever they want. Uh, if they want to go to school, they go to school. If they don't want to go to school, they don't go to school. Uh, if they want dessert first, they have dessert first. If they don't feel like eating dinner at all and they just want ice cream, well, I love my child, so I'm going to give my child whatever my child wants. So here is a parent 
that allows their child to basically do anything and everything they want whenever they want to do it. Their daily schedule, their activities, their education, their their hygiene. If they want to brush their teeth, they brush their teeth. If they don't want to, they don't have to. If they want to take a bath, they can take a bath. If they don't want to, okay. Then let's look at the other parent. They're loving as well. But their kids brush their teeth every day. They take a bath when they need to. Uh, they are taught to do household chores. The uh, the boy, uh, could be the girl, has a responsibility to take the trash out every Tuesday morning. I don't want to take the trash out. It, well, that's your job. Uh, that's your job. I don't want to cut the grass. Well, that's just part of your job here around the home. We all have responsibilities. They go to school whether they want to go to school or not. In other words, that parent exercises not brutal, but discipline. My question, which parent actually loves their child the most? Well, the answer is obvious. It takes no love whatsoever to let a kid do whatever they want to whenever they want to. That's not love. That's raising a spoiled brat. Love confronts wrong. So if love really wins, and the LGBTQIA plus lifestyle is something that God says is not good, then real love says, you know what? That's not really good for you. That's not right. And it will harm you and it will damage you. That is not the love implied by the love wins banners That love is do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it. If it feels good, do it. That's not love. That's not love at all. So the next time you see love wins, if you have an opportunity, ask them. What kind of love? What does that mean? Hmm. Hey, folks, thanks for joining me. Have a great weekend. Be in a good Bible-believing church. And remember whose you are. Listen, listen, think, think, discern, discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.